Zerman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff, TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott! Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. yeah, the real talent on the show. Oh boy, as I like to say you're gonna need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it. Something strange in the air today The sun is gone and the clouds turn gray Just what's coming is hard to say I don't know There's a battle above the street The ground is rolling below our feet The skies turn red and I feel the heat Gotta go Who can save us a city? Rogers the musical and uh, Adam Pascal's dulcet tones. See, I, I always forget. Um, like they actually like made the songs. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't remember this in the show. I'm like, oh yeah, wait, they did it for real though. <laughs> they really did it. Oh, so that's so we're opening the show with that because they made the announcement. As I predicted, I'll have to go back and see if I can find it. But I for sure said uh, that they need to put that in the Hyperion Theater. So there's a theater right outside of Marvel Land. Yes. Yep. that they used to play Frozen. And then I think before that it was like Aladdin or whatever. But uh, I'm like, yes. they they pulled Frozen like, you know, a year or so ago. And so it's just been sitting there empty. And I'm like, oh, they should totally do Hamilton or Rogers the Musical. And they made the announcement that that this summer it's going to be there. So, But it's only for, it's a way limited uh, 
experience until they decide to keep it forever but for right now it's a limited experience they need i mean again my opinion if so did when you when you were out did you get to california adventure or did you just do disneyland i did both you did both okay so you remember was avengers campus open when you were there no so they still had the walls up okay when they were building it when they had like the the avengers marking on all the walls yeah so the if campus you look, wasn't up yet yeah if you if if you know the shape of disney california adventure right which is the other park across the across the esplanade from disneyland um you've got avengers campus in there and then on the other side of avengers campus there's only the only thing over there is the monsters inc ride and the hyperion theater now there's a few other things that like used to be there way back, but there's really nothing there anymore. Uh, so if you did they move um, talk with crush, that's on the street leading up to it. Okay. So so like, so oh, that, it, that was really cool. I hope they didn't move that. But if you if you really look at the way that it goes around, you go through yeah. Avengers Campus and then past the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and then you're walking up past the Hyperion. And then, so yeah, if you turn left on that street, there's some shops, but it still kind of looks like New York City streets. And there, and then Turtle Talk with Crush is inside that one building there. But if you keep going straight past the Hyperion, then you get to the only other thing over there is the Monsters Inc. ride, which at some point before it was Monsters Inc. was like, like Hollywood Taxi, like when 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 Disney California Adventure was focused more on California, right? It you know, oh, this whole park is just California themed not Disney themed. Uh, it was like a supposed to be a Hollywood taxi company or something like that. That was what the original ride was. Then they reskinned it as the monsters Inc ride. Well, mm. so the, or maybe it's called Hollywood limo. It was Hollywood limo. And now you're like in a taxi in Monstropolis, but yeah. they could just leave it as a taxi and make it a New York city taxi and have the Avengers over it and just re, you know, get rid of monsters Inc. And now it's a, Aww. it's a Marvel. Ride. And I, I get it. You know, kids love monsters Inc. It's been there for a long time. It's a good ride. But if you do that, then you've made Avengers solidly that whole side of the park. Yeah. And then there's more room to grow. You get another Avengers-themed ride or, or you know, whatever, you know, whatever comes out. You Spider-Man, but... like, swinging around by the – or some hero is moving around by the taxi and, like, doing something. You can I mean, make it yeah. a whole thing. It's, I mean, you, you've already got a track and taxi-shaped cars – Right. Yes. You just make the make it look like New York City. It's it's, and it's a any... tax. It's it's a taxi ride. When the Avengers movie happened, you're in a taxi, uh, going into a job interview, and then while it's happening, the Avengers happens. So it's like, oh, there's the Hulk. Right. I <laughs> look, mean, Captain America. Hundred percent. You could take it through just the Avengers movie, right? Although technically, Avengers Campus is outside of uh, MCU continuity, right? Yes. I mean. You know, the characters are all there, but, like, if you, you know, if you bump into uh, Iron Man, because he walks around from time to time, obviously he's not dead. Uh, yeah. You know, sometimes you'll see uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America. Sometimes you'll see Falcon, Captain America. Sometimes you'll see yeah. Falcon, right? So, I mean, you know, it all it all just kind of, you know, you're, you're, you're not in the normal continuity, and you never know who you might see in Avengers yeah. Campus. But, um, but anyway, that's what I think uh, they, they should do, and I'm sure they eventually will. Uh, and then there's even some room back there in the corner to have some more, like, there's there's two buildings that they could theoretically either, you know, put some experiences or shops in or tear down and put up another ride eventually, you know, so we'll we'll see where uh, yeah. where that goes. But that's why we opened with, uh, with the Rogers the Musical. I'm excited if it's going to be this summer. Um, 
Man, I hope it's before my passes expire because I don't think I'm going to renew them this time. Really? Did you say that last year? I did say that last year, and but I mean, at this at at but when it comes time to renew, I'm going to have another kid that I have to pay for. So not only is it as expensive as it is, but then a new kid has now aged out of the free entry <laughs> into the park. So I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be a tough decision. We'll see how I, it's going. I, I, hmm. If you know the over under for uh, Scott buying the seasonal passes for his the year no that's seasonal the year round pass for his family call the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven place your opening bets set the line for the will he won't he will Scott renew his passes what's the, the line I you know I think man probably the smart money's probably on me doing it even though I'm gonna not be happy about it uh, let's let's do the social media as well we're there hey if you also want to talk you can send us an email. At geeks15g at gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, support the show over on Patreon, patreon.com slash geekstufftng. Just a dollar a month, you can have access to the private Discord server where we can all chat it up. We can talk about whether or not I'm going to renew my passes. At $3 a month, you get the, the early word special. So as soon as, as soon as we're done recording the show uh, and get it edited, we pop that up on the early bird. We're actually even recording early this week, so you might get a, an early, early bird this week. Um, the the encyclo- what is it the prep sheet five prep sheetica five thousand prep sheetica five thousand comes comes out with that as well. Uh, we're doing a good job uh, knocking that down though. It's not it's not it's like the prep sheetica four thousand at this point. Uh, there's not not as many pages well, of it as you as you update something. It's supposed to become sleeker and faster. That's right, that's right. Um, and then for five dollars a month, it's the bonus round. You get the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff twice a month, and then extra bonus shows that we do from time to time. Uh, and then uh, when Kev gets back, and I hear he's almost done with his stint in toy rehab, uh, fully rehabilitated and released back into society, uh, it's, we should it's see the theory. Mr. Kev next week. Uh, but for ten dollars a month, you can uh, watch us as we do the show live on the Instagram lives. Someone suggested that we use uh, that we actually could do that over Discord, uh, but I think I feel like we used Discord early on, and like we didn't like the sound quality as much. Yes, the the recording quality of it was not great because. Yeah. It's just not meant for that. You can, you you. It is a feature that exists. I when I've done it with my friends, like when we've played D and D online, and I don't. I mean, for the sake of us doing D and D online, it's fine. But record, like you know, quality wise, you know, Dom's a really good DM, but the sound quality in his Discord is just shit. It just like you know, it's really difficult for me to play because his sound keeps breaking in and out, and his internet freezes. Dom, it, it can cause issues. <laughs> um. I don't know, you know, I mean, maybe, though, if we still used Zoom for the actual input, but then somebody in the Discord could, I, I don't know if you could, like, I don't know if you can share it or how it works. So, I don't know, maybe that's something to, to explore. We'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, the, uh, that's the social medias. You can also find us on, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all Geek Stuff TNG and all those places. We have a link tree, which will take you to all those places as well. There you go. Yeah. Geek stuff. What's in the news? So much to talk about. First of all, let's talk about Twitter for a second. Now you Yay. don't. You're not a Twitter guy. I'm not part of the cesspool that is Twitter. I mean, I agree. It's it's pretty crappy, but it, sadly, it's the it's that's just how you communicate with people. I mean, you know that. I mean, if Twitter didn't exist. How would we tell people when a new show came out? I'm just going to walk out my front door and say, there's a new episode of Geek Stuff. I mean, how do you let people know without Twitter? And I mean, because <laughs> Facebook's even worse, right? Facebook is 
even further in the past, right? Like, you know, as we're moving forward. So, like, usually new things come along that replace something, right? So Facebook existed, you know, now your parents use Facebook, but, you know, Facebook isn't really the standard anymore. Twitter, feel like, has had its... It's, it's going away, but what's going to replace it, right? I mean, Instagram doesn't quite do the same things, although a lot of stuff happens over on Instagram. TikTok's a Chinese uh, spy organization, and that's going to get uh, banned shortly also. So what's going to replace TikTok? Or not TikTok, Twitter. Twitter? What, what, um, what does it? I mean, where do, you, where, do you, where do you get your news? How do you know what's going on in the world? Uh, Geeks of TNG. That's, I mean, true, true. I mean, we'll always be. Here I do a weekly podcast to learn news. all my news. You learn it from it usually the helps. I don't miss an episode usually. You get it all from the prep sheet of five thousand. Yep, I learn it as it happens. Um, I mean, my news. So for me, um, well, like this is because I'm, I'm gonna sound like a kid. Um, like I don't really care about the political climate of the world. I don't care about the economic climate really at this point. Like I care, but not I like I care every four years. Um, you know, there's elections so, every two years, and that's part of the problem, young man. But it, yeah, I, will, I, I will give I you a political discussion. Go ahead. You you get the point is that <laughs> I don't care often. Um, sports news, you know, I have ESPN for that, and then geek news, I have this show, and that's really the only news that affect my sphere. YouTube. A lot of my news I actually get from guys on YouTube who talk about things that are relevant to my wheelhouses. Mm-hmm. Like, here's what's going on in magic. Here's what's going on in just general media. Here's what's going on with this thing. And I let those guys tell me the news. Like, there's a, a big one. He does everything. I used to like him a lot more. I just fell off with him. It was like Philip DeFranco. He'll do, like, news every day, a, a news video about, like, what's going on this week in different aspects of things and it's convenient so that's where i get a lot of my news actually when it really comes down to it, i think it's youtube okay so journalists and then, on the, on the and then the algorithm of youtube recommends other videos for you to watch that's how you find yeah. other stuff right yeah as, as opposed to like twitter where you know somebody that you follow may retweet somebody else and then you go oh i like that person maybe i'll follow that person too so it's more the algorithm of youtube helping you to find new content instead of you know, the, the creator showing you somebody else's content. Yeah. Cause YouTube's a different, a different monetization kind of thing, but all right. I, again, I, I think that's, it's, it's, I'll, I'll be interested to see where it goes. And the, re- and the reason I bring it up is Twitter is now charging for two factor authentication, right? Yeah, which, which literally no one else is yet. Oh, well, Maybe I'm, that's the new wave proof of concept, right? If they get money for it, yeah. then everybody's going to do it. Right. I mean, yeah. remember when uh, the first airline said, oh, we're going to charge you for a bag? And everybody went, nobody's going to pay for bags. And then they all, oh, you mean people will pay for bags? What do you mean? We could have been charging people for bags this whole time? And airlines are just all in, right? I mean, at, at some point, I hope society is able to fight back against corporations for nickel and diming us to death, but probably not. I mean, I feel like that's yeah, a losing. There's, there's, there's too many people who will just say, okay. Yeah. And, and I said, my, my tweet was, at what point do they, I said, really, what are the odds that they start charging you to block people? Oh, you want to block this guy so you don't see his content? $5, you know, a dollar, 50 cents, whatever, well, see, microtransactions. The, the, it won't happen, but the idea should be, in theory, um, just moving away from social media. <laughs> I mean. Just leaving it alone. I'll tell you what. I mean, you know, I deleted my Twitter years ago now, not Twitter facebook years ago now and i don't miss it at all i literally when i joined back on this show i had to 
create a new Facebook just so that I could have one to to see the show's Facebook page, right? And I don't even really go interact there because Kev takes care of the, the Facebook part of it. But I mean, I I don't miss Facebook at all. And I wouldn't yeah. even have one if I didn't want one for the show, right? Mm-hmm. So again, it's a, it's there's a show. I mean, like the Facebook that I have is really just so that I can ha- interact with the show's Facebook page, right? Yeah. Um, and, and But Twitter's a little different because like, it does, well, I mean, it's not all that different. I have my personal Twitter and then there's the show Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, also I made... Uh, public domainiverse Twitter. So there's a new, brand there new go. Twitter out there for the public domainiverse. It's pub domainiverse on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're gonna have to start. I want, I want to put. I just I don't know. I got all. I, I saw a couple of things this week. And we're gonna talk about it in the second half of the show a little bit. And uh, just maybe like I'm like oh I need to go make the, t- the Twitters. So I made the Twitters. We have the URL. We need to like start doing some public domainiverse. Public domainiverse brought to you by Geeks of TNG. There you go. Uh, let's see. But yeah, I, I mean, I just, I would love to be able to step away from social media altogether. But then what, what all I really think about is, you know, I really wouldn't miss Twitter all that much, but how would I promote the show? What what yeah. would be the methodology of getting it out there, letting people know that there's a new episode? You know, like, how do you, how do, you do that without social media? That's the only way that it happens in, with a, with, unless you're a, a corporation, you know, promoting your podcast. How does an individual do it? So yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, the other the other top story. Okay, first of all, I don't know if you already looked at the prep sheet. Do you know who uh, Roald Dahl is? That's the guy who made uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Charlie and Chocolate Factory. James and Giant Peach. Um, several other. Uh, I think Matilda is him too. Um, I think so. So he's been dead for a while, and like decades. Yeah, right? and the and and but the publisher is removing offensive terms from his books so they're rewriting his books uh you know they're taking out like the word fat is not going to appear in any of the books anymore and again i mean you know they're children's Uh, books written probably in the 50s and 60s so yeah you know how did how did we do things back then oh the, the fat ugly kid right is the bad guy right and you know like people were stereotypes of based on appearance and i'm sure there's some other ones in there that may be you know even worse than just judging somebody on on their physical appearance um but i think that we just try to do better and not do that with new stuff but you i don't know how i feel about going like okay we're gonna take uh uh huckleberry finn got some pretty offensive language in it are we gonna rewrite it yeah, it, like I'm. If they were going to like re-release the book without the terms, well, that's what they're doing, right? It, they're. I, I mean, guess it's fine, but like, there's context too. Is it like I'm pointing and laughing at some girl saying, "Hey, you're a fat girl," you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's also on for a kids' book. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, the context is also like, as a parent. You should also be telling your kids, "Hey, please don't be mean and call people fat and ugly." Right. I mean, I, I, I just feel like, I, I mean, I, I suppose. Here's the new version, the sanitized version. You know, it's just, it's just like you know, they make versions of movies with all the language. No, not like, like literally, there are places that you can go to get sanitized version, sanitized versions of movies, right? Yes. Like, 
where they take out the bad language, they take they edit they they've been re-edited not by the original creators, but by like a third party, so that you can watch the clean version of whatever movie or whatever, right? Um, so I suppose if you want to buy that, but if I'm the guy that wrote the book and I'm dead, so now you're doing it without my permission. Yeah. I, I I don't know. Do they I have mean, to go through an estate. No, they don't have to go through an estate because they own the rights. They probably own the rights. Right? Like yeah, like at some point the rights have gotten sold. So yeah, there's no. I mean, because but either way, even if the estate is involved, it's still they're making that decision after the writer's dead and it they own it. But I mean, so again, we I think we talked a little bit about this week. You literally have to put in your will. Don't make any digital copies of me using deep fake technology. Don't yeah. you, you know? Don't replicate my voice. And continue to, you know, the next guy is going to be West Coast Scott Robot, and he's going to just have a voice filter on so it sounds like me, and they'll just keep doing, uh, you know, Geek Stuff TNG with, you know, the little sandwiches when they when they inherit the show from you. I, I will say, I will say, um, future children, you have your complete right to download me and use my voice and torture me because I'll be dead, so it doesn't matter anymore. Uh <laughs> So if you want to just use sandwich for perpetuity, and if that makes them billions, go for it. You guys have the compl- only the sandwich lineage, though. Only through the sandwich lineage. <laughs> only uh, are you allowed to? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, there's, that's the other way to look at it. Is what does he care? He's dead, right? Yeah. He sold the rights, so the the right the people that own the rights can do whatever they want with it. I guess you, you could put it that way, but it just it just seems... Like, I mean, I don't know, like, do you even bother to put out, here's the sanitized version, here's the original version, so you can give, you know, yeah. like you said, well, here's I'm the a parent, too. I'll explain, yeah. either either I won't let them read the book if it's egregious, or yeah. I'll help put it in context. Hey, you know what, people used to talk like that, and it was bad. Let's let's be better, but then, you know, the, the, the moral of the story of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is, is probably is still okay, even if some of the language in it was problematic, right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, listen, that book is closer to uh, like witchcraft and wizardry than it is to iPhones. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, you have to put in context too. The book it was probably written, yeah, fifty, sixties, eighty, seventy years ago. I mean, the language was different back then. Stop it. Nineteen fifty-five so, yeah. was just thirty years ago because it's nineteen eighty-five, and you know, and when Oh, it just kills me. If we went, what is it? If we went, if we did Back to the Future today, it would be 1993, right? 30 years ago. That's crazy. You know, my, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I I got no more on this. I think I I, I had a point and it disappeared from my brain. All right. Well, if you you think about it, we'll go back to it. Let's uh, talk about the old, good old box office. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, $106 million. Avatar just a hundred million dollars behind it at six million, and then Magic Mike still brought in another five point four million. This Magic Mike, you know, I again didn't even know there was going to be a sequel, and now it's uh, still in the top three. Did me and uh, me and Kev saw it, man. You did? Oh, you did? Okay, thoughts? Yes. Don't, no, um, no spoilers. I haven't seen it yet. No spoilers. I? No spoilers. Um, so it is definitely in the lower to mid of Marvel movies for me. There's a lot of points in the movie where I thought there were some holes and some characterization I wasn't a huge fan of, um, but I'm a huge fan of Kang so far. I mean, yeah, jo- Jonathan Majors is his name, right? Uh, just the one 
episode of Loki, he blew me away. I loved that episode. I loved yep. the way he played that part, and I can't wait to see more of him. So I I think you know obviously this was a setup movie. This movie was nothing more than setting up Kang for sure. Um, you know, certain like I said, certain things I wasn't a huge fan of. Certain way things were handled. But overall, was it fine? Yeah. Did I like it more than Love and Thunder? Yes. Um, is that a low bar? Maybe. But I think if I'm going to give this a rating, it's somewhere between like a C minus to a B minus. Somewhere. I mean, no, it's a big range, but it's somewhere in that for me. Mm, On a high end, it's a B minus. On a low end, it's a C minus. All right. And and so is this is this the first movie of the of phase? I see, I, so I think this is supposed to kick off five, but I think it's the end of four. I'm not sure. With, with like a little bit of a cliffhanger into the next phase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it's definitely, it's not even a spoiler to say this. Definitely this is about setting up the greater Kang scenario. You right. know what I mean? This is setting up for everything that will be dealing with Kang as a well, as yeah. an entity. I mean, how many in in the comics over the years? How many individual uh, interactions with Kang are there? Other, and then there are the giant Kang, you know, that involves everybody in the, the Council know. of Kang. Yeah, I mean, you know, so but I'm saying it's like you know, like not every interaction with Thanos over the years yeah. was the Infinity Gauntlet. It was the Infinity yeah. Saga, right? Thanos has been around and done has done other things other than than that right so same thing yeah. this is one interaction with kang there will be more the next one probably is going to be bigger and involve more yeah. people i hope to maybe get out to see it in the next week or so but i don't know Brittany still hasn't seen uh Loki. two end credit scenes okay that's good to know so uh, it, without how, how lost is she going to be without loki one of them won't make sense one of the, one of the after credits yes but but the movie you're okay Yes, you don't need Loki for the movie. Okay, that's good. That's you good. Need Loki for the end credit scene. I know that's a bit of a spoiler, but I mean, mm. I mean, and honestly, she's not. I know. mean, you know that it's you know Loki's related to Kang anyway, so it's not a spoiler to imagine that Loki is part of the end credit scene. Yeah, not at all. That's fine. I and mean, again, yeah, that's that's all well good. Uh, did you know Seth Rogen thinks that Marvel movies are geared towards kids and they're just not for him? So Seth Rogen doesn't like Marvel movies, apparently. Well, I mean, listen, he, he likes to get high and then make movies where he's a talking hot dog. So, <laughs> sure. But but I feel like, I don't know, I guess maybe I think that he is similar to he, his characters. So I kind of feel like his, his characters problem, would like Marvel movies. His, he's upset because his superhero movie was not great. You know, I had no ties to the Green Hornet. I yeah. thought that, I thought it was decent. I actually did not have a problem with the Green Hornet movie. I liked I, the way I, they I did the, the action sequences, it, but I I fell off on it. Oh, you've watched? Uh, I, I've only seen it the one time, so you I've know. seen it. I've seen it when it was fresher, mm-hmm. and I've seen it since then, and it fell off. It, it might have just been up. like you know, I was a different. I'm literally a whole new human at that point because I was like a teenager versus like a young adult. You know, I know that's in theory not a lot of difference, but for me, you know, it's like eh, like it's fine. You know. All right. I mean, yeah, I I can see that. Uh, you know, I but I thought that yeah, I get it. I didn't hate it. Uh, but I also have no ties or anything about the character. So I'm like, oh, if, yeah. you're, I mean, I'm if not, you're a Green like, Hornet fan, you I, might have really not I, liked it. I'm not. I'm not uh, trashing on the. I'm not even trashing. I'm not disparaging the like characterization of Green Hornet because I also have no attachment. I just thought like some things were a little weak. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Also sticking with Ant Man. Uh, so Evangeline Lilly. She there's two stories about her. One 
is that uh, she cringes at her acting during the early seasons of Lost. I don't know. Did, did you watch Lost? I so didn't even realize that's where she was from. Well, it's funny because my girlfriend, she's a very sweet girl. Um, she has problem comprehending something sometimes. <laughs> so she wanted to start watching Lost together. And I'm like, honey, honey, please, let's watch something more our speed because that's really complicated. <laughs> and I know that already. And I know the ending's going to confuse us. But we tried. Um <laughs> We didn't get far, um, because it's like, even me, I'm not gonna think I'm a fucking genius, but like I'm acting like comprehend things. It's like, all right, wait, who's that? What what's going on? I'm paying attention, but I'm lost still. Not to make a joke, ah. um, any Kenobi, um. So hello there. Jeez. There you go. <laughs> I was ready. I have it ready. I have it ready. I did not have my <laughs> finger on the button, but I have it ready. <laughs> Anyways, it was it was fine ish but how how old is lost now is that like are we we're past the 10 year mark for starting a boss oh for sure are we, are we at like 15 at this point how old is lost i don't know lost came me, out 2004 so we're, so we're almost like 20 years of law of lost since since it started and like, and i'll tell you this i still remember vividly my tivo didn't work so i missed the season premiere of the first season of Lost. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. And I'm like, hey, I dodged a bullet. Because when it was over, and everybody hated the ending, I'm like, boy, am I glad my TV messed up. Or I would have been right here with everybody, watching the <laughs> stupid show every week, blah, blah, blah. Uh, at, at around the same time, uh, they were. Uh, I didn't watch 24 when it was on. But then they were like doing like a catch-up. Like, they were playing 24 Hours of 24 as they were um leading up to it mm. and uh and one episode like got jacked up didn't get recorded or whatever and like literally like so, you, so did you watch the show 24 do you remember when it was on do you do you know the concept is it like a guy who's like 24 hours to do things well no i mean yes the show takes place in the course of 24 hours in the course of one day but it takes place in real time so when you're watching the show you know, 44 minutes of show, 22 minutes of, of commercials, one hour has passed in the life of the show. Everything is happening in real time. So oh, you're weird. so literally at the start of the, yeah, at the start of the show, it's like, you know, 12 o'clock midnight, beep, 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 and there's a little clock in the bottom corner, and at the end of the episode, it's 1 a.m., and it just, you know, what, or whatever time it was. That's interesting. So, I mean, yeah, so it's, it, I mean, that was the gimmick of the show. Um, and it worked pretty well, especially in the in the first season. But literally, it's like it's build up, it's build up, it's build up. You know, something's gonna happen, something's gonna happen. And I think it was season two that this happened to, as we were trying to rewatch them. The episode that got messed up and we didn't have, so we just skipped to the next one. It was like previously on, everything happened, guys died, shit blew up, whatever. It was like you know all the lead up, and then the one that didn't get recorded was the one that. Uh, the one where everything happened. They're actually talking about doing a, a revival, like to bring Jack Bauer back. I feel like, like, was he like president by the end or like almost, or, or I don't know. Like he, it's uh God. Now I know he's president at the end of 24. No, never watch yeah. it. Darn. I, I don't know that you're going to, but I mean, yeah, it, it's, there was several seasons of it and it, they don't hold up as well. Like the, the farther you get into it. And I feel like even in, in later seasons, they, they didn't like keep with the format exactly either, which really kind of blows it. It's you got one gimmick, hours. you, you got to stick with it, right? Um, 
anyway, yeah, so that was about the time I've been thinking back to like Lost and 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 um Scott, what's TiVo? TiVo. You know what a TiVo is, right? It it was um it was recording before. It was like recording TV before you could record TV. It, it was kind of the first before I just had it in like a box. DVR, right? It it is basically a DVR, but they called it TV. And and honestly, I'm not even sure. I think maybe I was that was still VHS, and that's why it got messed up because I'm trying to record eight, oh, okay. you know, twenty four hours of shows. You're, you're uh, burning it essentially onto a. Well, no, I was no, no. I think that it was a VHS tape, like it was a regular uh, VCR. So you have to like swap out the tapes, and I think one of the tapes ran out of tape because I was uh, recording twenty four hours of shows, and a tape only holds like six hours, and so I had to like swap them, swap them out or whatever, and it was like in the middle of the night, and it got jacked up. I think, but I can't remember back that far. Um, anyway, there's another article that says, uh, Evangeline Lilly says Marvel has been, quote, very respectful. And then the end of the article title is, of her anti-vaccine crap. So that means Evangeline Lilly and uh, Shuri are like anti-vaxxers. And like putting the entire uh, production at risk because <laughs> they're refusing to get vaccinated. Well, I I do respect the idea though, from from the way the the article looks that you know it appears she might have been more like, hey, I don't feel comfortable with this because I feel like the the vibe we were getting from Sherry's actress and I could be way off base, but I thought the vibe was kind of like, no, I'm not doing this, like, like being more like, no, I refuse, as opposed to like, hey, I'm just not comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same same result. Like the, same result. Same result, but I feel like the the just. Because I feel like Sherry got way more crap for that. I didn't even know Evangelily had an issue. So I don't know if it true, was a true. Like this is the first time hearing of it. And yeah. Sherry, I was like, are they going to fire her over this? Right? Like it literally, like it was, it was a bigger story. So you're right. I, I mean, you know, I don't know how it was handled, but at the end of the day, I guess you could look at it. You can be on. There's two sides of the issue, right? Yep. Your employer doesn't have the right to force you to take take the vaccine, or everybody's required to take the vaccine. Why are you so fucking special? Mm -hmm. I guess you can see which side I might be on um, yeah. because she certainly didn't have to take the job if she didn't want to, but obviously they, you know, it, it's a game of chicken and Marvel blinked and I'm shocked that Marvel blinked with both Evangeline Lilly and Shuri, like either one of them, like, Hey, you know, if you're making, if you're holding up this multi-billion dollar production, well, Over I, something I'm like that, shocked. I'm shocked. I, I'm less, I'm more shocked with Evangeline Lily's character. It was Shuri. I think Shuri is, with, especially with the way that movie went, very integral to the future. Whereas Evangeline Lily's character um, it, is not in what I'm going to say expendable, but is like, oh, she's busy. Yeah, she's busy and we just bring in she's, statues. She's way right? easier to be busy because there's already an Ant-Man. Yes. Yeah, you know what and, I mean? and his and his daughters in this one, right? So they could just yes. they could just you know not have the wasp and, and develop more of the father daughter relationship. So I I get exactly. it, but but yeah. So I, that was that was the first I had heard about her. So so back to the box office there. So Avatar two overtakes Titanic. So now Cameron is two and three. Cameron is overtaking Cameron. Yeah, and, and and I mean like they're literally both in the in the. In theaters right now, you can go see the Titanic 25th anniversary. Yeah, the 25th anniversary. You can yeah. go see Avatar. Have you seen, yeah? And have you seen Avatar yet? No, nope, no. Nope. We, me and Kev said we were going to go see it, um, but we never got to go see it. We want to see Ant Man. Um, Avatar two, like I said, I I think it's, 
I don't know because it's taking forever to get out of theaters. Maybe it won't be on Disney Plus for a little while, but I know it's going to be on Disney Plus. So for that, I guess I, I'm going to wait. I thought I was going to wait for Ant-Man, but we lucked out because there happened to be really good seats for like Saturday at like 1.30. So it happened to work out because... Did you have to pay extra for the good seats? Was it an AMC theater? No? Cinemark. It was lovely. Um, oh, did you get to eat dinner, eat, eat there too? You have a nice meal? So they, they you can get like real food. We just got like snacky snacks. Um, so we didn't go to lunch after, so we didn't want to eat like real food. You know, I I got my uh, see what I go for. I go for like uh, there's like cookie dough crunchers, whatever oh, nice. you call them. So I like those. I get like one of those. I get the giant bottle of water. It made me piss like a fucking racehorse right when the credits ended before the after. So Kev's like, Dom, if you're gonna go, you can't go. The I'm like, I have to go, or I'm gonna pee in this fucking chair. I mean, honestly, so, if you're quick, it's the yeah. second it goes to the credits, you can get out and get back and then hit the mid-credit sequence, right? You gotta it, be it was horrible because I was like, I think I'll be fine in the beginning of the credits. And like literally a minute or two later, it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to be fine if I wait. So I had to like rush to the bathroom. And listen, I literally came back just in time to get the, to the uh, to the end credit scene, the middle one. But you, did you get to see both of them or did you miss I one? I got to see both of them. Oh, okay, good. Good. Uh, one of them was important. One of them was cool. I mean, yeah. There's, us- there's like, usually there's yeah. usually one that's building the next one, and one that's just for fun when they put two in there. Right? Oh, you know what? No, I'm wrong. Both of them were related. Oh, okay. I had to think about it. Both of them are related. All right. All right let's move on. Oh, you know what? This ties into what we were saying earlier. Uh, J.K. Rowling says that she doesn't care about her legacy because she's going to be dead. Just like what you were saying about Road Doll. Who cares? What you, she got her money. She's gonna live she her life. Money, yeah. You know, you're mad at Listen, me. I don't people care. love people love everything Harry Potter. Um, and they'll continue to do Harry Potter things for years and years and years. I think. You know, I saw a thing. I don't know if it's in the prep sheet. I thought I saw a thing that they want to do. Um, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the play. Mm-hmm. They want to bring back the actors and do it as a, a feature film. Um, I mean, honestly, with the relationship between like Danny Radcliffe and and J.K. Rowling, I don't think that would happen now. I, I think that I think that the actors, some of the actors, are the ones that are you know supporting the boycotts. They're like, hey, you know, she's they they disagree with her stance, and and so I mean, well, I don't think she I don't think she wrote the Cursed Child though. No, but it's still it's yeah, her still, universe. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I mean, you've seen how it is. I mean, literally. Uh, it, you know, if you if you play the game, there are people telling you that you're uh a bad person. Yes, so a bad person. I I will say the game looks really fun. I see my friend play it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, and we talked we talked about this last last week. It's like it it it's sad that everything comes down to I I don't I don't want my choice of video games to be a moral uh <laughs> a, a moral decision, right? I mean, yeah. you know, I, I and I just realized this again. Uh, recently there was uh, Nestle was in the news, right? One of the most evil corporations on the planet. Not that, I mean, really most corporations are evil. Nestle is way up there. King evil, okay? Um, But they make Kit Kats and I fucking love Kit Kats. And literally every time I eat a Kit Kat, I think I should not be supporting this fucking company. But nobody makes, if, if somebody made like Kit Kat clone, like the Hydrox version of Kit Kat, I would fucking buy it all day long because I don't want to support Nestle. What what did Nestle do? I missed it. Um, 
Lots of things. Yeah, let's talk about Nestle. Um, So here in Southern California, there is a brand of water called Arrowhead Water. comes from the local mountains. And 100 years or so ago, the Nestle Corporation straight out stole the water rights from the local people, and they've been paying zero for that water for 100 years, putting it into plastic bottles and selling it to us. Meanwhile, people that need water there can't get it, and Nestle is taking it without paying anybody for it and selling it. That's one example of Nestle being an evil corporation. And there's tons of articles about just, I mean, mostly stealing are they, water. Are they, are they attached to Hershey? No. Oh, cool. No, I'll that's Eminem Mars. That's a different That's a different company. I, I don't know their crimes yet, so yeah. I, I'm still safe eating their chocolate. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think if you research uh, chocolate and cocoa beans and like there's a lot of like slave yeah, labor yeah, picking yeah. cocoa beans yeah, so, no, so yeah, you may not yeah, want to look yeah, too deep into that you might not want to look too deep into it and I mean, yeah. but that's the thing it's like it, it's it, there's capitalism is evil capitalism is bad we're at late stage capitalism it's rough that not to get political but but uh there was an article in a in a major news outlet recently and the, the headline was literally uh breakfast price or uh uh, it, it, I can't remember what the headline was, but it was essentially, oh, inflation's got breakfast prices too high. Why not just skip breakfast? That was literally the, like, that was the article. Oh, it's got too expensive. Just skip breakfast. Hey, poor person, just skip breakfast. Just be hungry. And it's too expensive. Just be hungry. That was the article. Just like there's a million articles that say, oh, going back to work is great and fun. Everybody loves to work in an office. No, nobody wants to work in an office, but people are writing this propaganda trying to convince people who are comfortably working from home to go back to the office because that's what the bosses want. Anyway, Uh, this is the late-stage capitalism stuff. Yep. TNG. Anyway, um, do you know who Tom Sizemore is? No. Who's Tom Sizemore? Tom Sizemore is, uh, I believe, in uh, Kill Bill. He's the one that uh, shot the bride with the rock salt and the shotgun. That might be, oh, okay. the, the, you know, uh, Vic Vega, I think is the character's name. Oh, um, yeah, I know. I, oh, yeah, 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 Also yeah. in Saving Private Ryan and a few other things. Um, I believe he dated uh, Heidi Fleiss, the Hollywood madam. Had some right. stuff going on there. Anyway, he had a brain aneurysm, and he uh, oh, shit. is in critical condition. So that sucks. You know, let's uh, let's hope that he has. He a did a couple uh, Tarantinos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was for sure. Was in... he? Like, didn't he cut off the guy's ear in Reservoir Dogs? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's Vic Vega. That's the character yeah. Vic Vega. He's a different character. He's one of the Black Mamba Gang or whatever. One of the he's snakes. Bill's brother. Yeah, yeah. He's Sidewinder, right? Because he's a snake. They're all named after snakes. He might be sidewinder. And he was in the and he was in the desert, so he was the sidewinder. Because yeah. Yeah. uh yeah, because there was Black Mamba and then I don't remember what uh Copperhead. Copperhead, yeah. I like Kill Bill. It was pretty good. It's my favorite Tarantino films. I, I count them together. It's really a, it's really one film, but I say they're my favorite films. It's <laughs> yeah. my favorite. I want to say it's the best, but it's my favorite. I mean I don't know, I feel like I feel like I would have to put Reservoir Dogs over Kill Bill, just That's because fine. just because the dialogue yeah. is so great, I, and I love it. Um, but Kill Bill, I mean, is much more epic. Like the scale and scope of Kill yeah. Bill is I, so much I, I bigger think than the, Reservoir Dogs. I think the best the best one is probably Pulp Fiction, in my opinion. 
I think my favorite one is definitely Kill Bill though, just because the the crazy eighty eight scene yeah. is just so iconic to me that it's like okay, it wins every time. I try to debate because it was so cool. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I think uh, I think Ron Bennington said once he he described something as oh, and they came running out crazy eighty eight style, and I'm like. And I knew exactly what he meant, right? Because you could just picture just, you know, all these, like, they just keep coming, uh, Crazy 88 style. And then here in the mall, there's like a, it's, it's like a accessories shop, like a girl's, like, you know, bracelets and earrings and stuff. And it's called Crazy 8s. But every time I walk by it, I'm like, I just want another 8 up there. It's Crazy 88s. It's the Crazy 88s store. There's a large, uh, closed, former Chinese buffet there by my house by the mall by me and i always drive past it and i think you know what i bet that if we left enough people there they just recreate the scene because it looks when i remember when i seen a picture inside it's fucking huge it's like you know what they could definitely film another one there you know change the number get a knockoff it's the crazy 77 yeah just have some 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 girl with samurai swords just cut, cut people up for like a couple hours yeah I mean, you know, that that scene is is absolutely fantastic. And then, yeah. I mean, you know, the the Bill's monologue at the end, you know, when he's talking to talking to the bride, is is yes. fantastic. And I mean, you know, yeah, it, it's it, I, I agree that it's it's solid. But I mean, I'm I'm a Tarantino fan. I I kind of like all of his movies, yeah. but the earlier ones probably more than the later ones. Do you like his films or feet? <laughs> I mean, they don't have an even, even a hey, you know, you know me. Even a Tarantino film doesn't have enough feet for me, so Jeez, needs more feet. Quentin Tarantino needs more feet. <laughs> <laughs> I always, dude, that's how I know it's a Tarantino film. If I ever forget, it's like, you know what? I saw some toes before. It means a Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's it's weird because then you just you know that that's his thing. It's it's like a quintessential thing. There there is an attractive female and she'll be barefoot, and we'll be sure to to zoom in on that for at least a minute to make sure you know <laughs> that's what Tarantino cares about. I mean, feet are such a weird thing to be into, but I mean, but but literally, if you're when you go up to the actress and you say, "Okay, you're going to be barefoot, and I'm going to film your foot in this," it's the same as him saying, "Hey, okay, I want you to take off your shirt, and I'm going to film your." T-. I mean, it's like the actress knows that he knows that. But yeah, this is what I Everyone like, and I'm going to film that. Knows it. How is that not an uncomfortable conversation? Oh boy! The, the, oh, did you ever watch? Did you watch King of the Hill? Did you watch that show when it was on? I'm aware. Yeah, I, I mean, I watched it on and off. Like I didn't like watch every episode or whatever. But I think yeah, there, no, there, yeah. and, and but the uh, one of the few things that I really remember was there was one where uh, Peggy in in the show has really big feet, right? Like they go to the they go bowling and she has to get bowling shoes and she's embarrassed because the bowling shoes have the size on the back and she doesn't want to say that she needs a size 14 bowling shoe or whatever um but at, at some point in that episode then some other person goes oh you know i do a uh i do a catalog for women with large feet and you know you have really nice feet can i take pictures for my catalog and of course, he's really just selling him to foot fetish magazines, right? And and she when she finally like and it starts off, he's just taking regular pictures, but he's like, oh, you know, we want some action shots. Can you can you step on this egg? And then she steps on the egg, and her, you know, can you step in this mud puddle? So it all becomes like you know pictures of her dirty feet. And when she finally like says something, she's like, I don't think this is above board. He goes, all right, fine, we're doing it for this magazine. It's ten bucks a a, a picture here, you know, whatever. Like and then he like just kind of straight out admits it, and then she like doesn't do it anymore. But it's just. 
that's all I remember is when she figures out that he's taking pictures for a foot fetish magazine, he goes, fine, it's 20 bucks a, a, a shot. You know, here's the magazines I'm doing it for or whatever. I don't know. Now you can have a, your own foot finder account and make extra money on the side. Yeah. I think whether you're male or female. So I don't think that, I don't think they're that discerning. So it's if you whole, need a little extra money. We can do money, a whole episode about, about that, but. Um, big big Kev's feet keep, stuff. In the interest of keeping our fans, uh, we'll move <laughs> away from that into the next news story um that scott will direct because he's the producer all right we'll we'll move on to disney disney news uh do you think that disney needs to stop doing the remakes like the live action remakes there's a degree of yes and no yes i do think it is something that you know feels unless it's like transformative feels a little lazy but then there's also a thing where it's like if we haven't had anything like snow white if they redid Snow White live action, um, it, it could be interesting. Now that the difference would be okay, are we remaking it live action? Because I feel like a lot of the remakes are live action, unless you, unless you think otherwise. I feel like a lot of the remakes they do are some kind of version of a live action. Yeah, it's it's a but, live action interpretation of their yeah. animated ones, right? They did Pinocchio, I, Lion I, King. I don't want to feel bad about the evil stepmother. She's supposed to be a piece of shit, pardon my French. So please don't make me feel bad. Like Maleficent, I thought it was fine, but it's like I, I don't feel like I, I need to feel bad for Angelina Jolie. Uh, and like uh, Cruella, like I think I think from what I remember about Cruella, you're supposed to feel bad about her. She could just be a villain, you know? People yeah. like villains. Though. I mean, that was Cruella was the same thing as, as, as Maleficent, right? Giving a backstory yeah. and making them a sympathetic character when they were a just a one note yeah. villain in the cartoon and then yeah, yeah. cruel the same thing it's like like and that movie actually wasn't that bad it you know mm-hmm. but it's like it also didn't but, need to be cruella it could have just been the story that they told could have yeah. just been a completely unique like we we're talking about with with yeah. with velma right velma. if it was just yeah. a story about uh, and the events of cruella happened it would have been fine it didn't have to be cruella my my other thing is um it doesn't take away from the fact at least in the state of Cruella, where she wanted to kidnap and kill puppies. I don't care how messed up your life is. You do not kill puppies for her coat. And Maleficent tried to kill the prince. He had to kill her. She was mean. She's better looking at me. You couldn't just, like, disfigure her? You had to kill her? Snow White's better looking at me. Why not, you know, what if you just, like, you know, messed up her face or something? I mean, you know, she has to go all the way to murder? You're a queen. Just send her away. <laughs> her dad isn't the dad dead. Just send her away. You're queen. You don't like her? Make her leave. She's the prettiest in the land. Send her to a new land. Marry her off to the prince. Even <laughs> just send her away. Listen, Disney villains. What they really need to do instead of remaking movies, make smarter villains. Infinity War was a great, my favorite Marvel movie. You know why? Because the bad guy won. Because the yep. bad guy won, and you felt like shit. We lost, and you left that movie like, "Wow, that was really good." Because the bad guy won. The bad guy needs to win more Disney movies. I want them to never get revenge for the dead parents. <laughs> no, you don't get that. You know what? Instead of being a heroic knight, you get to go be an accountant now. Move on, loser. <laughs> Your parents are dead. Too bad. You don't get to be Batman. Just go. Shut up. Yeah, you're just like everyone else now. I mean, yeah. I mean the the <laughs> I, I think that that's true you know that, that 
the bad guy won. It's interesting. And I, and I like that, you know, we talk about like a syndrome and monologuing, right? You know, yeah. like, like I like a movie where the bad guy just does whatever he needs to do, you know, like instead of monologuing and getting caught or whatever, like, like when it's a real yeah. bad guy, you know, so I don't know. Um, well, they're going to make Lilo and Stitch live action. So <laughs> that's next on, on the list. There. How do they do? It's going to Stitch is going to look messed up live action. I don't see how you make a cute live action Stitch. Well, and I mean, um, but it's going to be it's going to be like the Lion King, right? Lion King was not really live action. It was just CGI, CGI yeah. realistic looking animals, yeah. right? I so I, I, just, I don't know how I think the, the appeal of Lilo and Stitch was as a cute cartoon. You know, they, I'm not saying, listen, you could find people who probably look and feel like Nani and Lilo and, you know, all the important beats. I don't know how you do the aliens properly, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Also, the one dude, Gantu, whatever, not Gantu, the giant bad guy dude who has like a, who has like a whale head. Mm-hmm. That guy's like 30 feet tall. <laughs> how are you going to scale that properly? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it'll, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. You know, I saw a thing, uh, apparently there was a lot of, uh, changes, last minute changes to Lilo and Stitch because it came out not too long after 9-11. And so if you remember, I don't know how long it's been since you've seen yes. Lilo and Stitch, but there's a scene where they're flying in the spaceship, like yep. shooting at the other yep. spaceship. Well, yep. in the original, that was a yep. passenger airplane that they had commandeered and, you know, they're, and the one ship is chasing after them in a regular, like, 747. But since, yep. you know, two planes had just... Hit the, hit the towers they changed it to a spaceship to try to yeah. take that out and then there's also a scene where like lilo hides in the a like a dryer a laundry machine a laundry machine yeah and they change it to a um just like a pizza box essentially something like that right right like, like they made it like she was just hiding in a in a cabinet a or something like that yeah, yeah. Uh, i uh i actually saw lilo and stitch in theaters when i was a, a young warthog yeah um it was it's, it's one of my favorite movies i think it's a really fun movie so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with that live action. Oh yeah, they cast Zach Galifianakis. What is Zach Galifianakis going to do for live action Lilo and Stitch? If they're just going to paint him. Bad. They're going to paint him blue and make him Stitch. That's it. They're just going to no no did, CGI. Did, just blue. Did they say what he? Zach. Did they say what he is? Yet I, I don't is, know. Is he casted? Casted? Did 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 close the deal? He just closed the deal. Role being kept in the dog pound. No. You need to tell me what he's doing because if that guy is Stitch, not even because I don't like Zach Galifianakis, if they let him voice Stitch, I'm upset. I'm upset because I don't want, I don't need the guy from Hangover being my Stitch. You don't because you don't like him. You don't. Do you generally just? No, not like I do. Zach I do like him. Oh, okay. I just don't think he works for any of the roles in Lilo and Stitch. He I mean, doesn't. Feel, he would like, have to just be the voice of Stitch, right? Does he do goofy voices? Either. Stitch or the fat scientist dude who I think he, the fat scientist dude should be like oh with, with a Russian dude. accent with a Russian accent yeah. uh, but he okay. he could be Zach Galifianakis could be the other one the one-eyed one that's like kind of goofy and and silly I guess so he could be that one that was played by uh, one of the kids in the hall I can't think of his name Kevin McDonald I think was his name uh let's see also on the Disney news they they said that uh, the reason Light, Lightyear didn't do so great is one, it was just Buzz Lightyear. It didn't have a rest of the Toy Story gang, and two, it was too high concept. Like those are the reasons that they gave for it not not doing too well. I mean, let's not every Disney movie will make millions of billions of dollars. Um, I thought 
Lightyear was fine, but I mean, they all can't be, you know, frozen. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think the reason that Lightyear, Lightyear might not have done so well is, yeah, because it's not attached to um, the Toy Story verse. And there's no catchy song to cute things. You know, there's a, a weird cat that they might have tried to, like, make a thing. Um, but beyond that, I mean, it's no, nothing cute and cuddly. And it's not attached to actual Toy Story stuff. Yeah. I think that's it. All right. You think we should uh, go to a break? Sure. All right. Oh, you know, I forgot to say, this is episode 711 of Geek Stuff. <laughs> and we have a special partnership with 711 for episode 711. So, <laughs> Do we have that special partnership? So I want just every one of you to go in to 711 and say, Geek Stuff TNG sent me. I want my free Slurpee. We've guaranteed a free Slurpee for every Geek Stuff listener, although you do have to go in on uh, July 11th. Other than that, just tell them Geek Stuff sent you, free Slurpee, 7-Eleven. And with that, we will take this episode, episode 7-Eleven, the Slurpee's on us, to a break. Results may vary. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah! We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. Hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. 
What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hey, this is Frank Miller from some very dark place, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the Sandwich Shop and Pi Day Productions in sunny Southern California, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're going to our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates. Tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. All right, let's move into uh, segment two today. Do you want to talk about uh, Warner Brothers stuff? Sure. Yeah, the head honcho said that they were just on a spending frenzy. That's why they canceled so many things. Eh, could be true. What did they spend money on? I don't know. Game um, lawyers um, uh, for Ezra Miller? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, 
mean, yeah, just all the different shows that they were on, like Westworld was an expensive show. If they really cancel all these shows so they could fund Velma, I'll be upset. <laughs> so I don't even know. Right now, what's on HBO right now? I'm trying to think about it. So Last of Us, fine. They probably spent a good amount of money on Last of Us. Velma sucks. Um, I don't know what else is on HBO, like show-wise. I mean, yeah, I don't. There's nothing that I really care about. They ended. Uh, Doom Patrol's done now, right? Yeah, but they haven't released the second half of the last season. Same thing with Titans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm, I'm waiting for it. I feel like I just want to see it. If they even put it out. <laughs> they better put it out because I'm like all in here. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, it looks like uh, Turner Classic Movies is safe, so they're gonna they're not yeah. gonna delete that. Um, yeah, Last of Us is just killing it though. It's uh, it's surging in in viewers, seven and a half million viewers on Sunday. Um, third consecutive week of audience growth. So, I mean, everybody's loving it. I just, I again, I'm episode not... Episode 3 definitely pushed it up and out. Mm-hmm. Because episode 3 was like one of the best shows, one of the best episode of television ever according to everyone who was watching it, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but and I, I'm just, I'm not going to get involved because I've got too many other things so i'm just gonna i'm gonna sit last of us out and i think i saw a thing saying that if and when they do a second season that'll be the second game and that's all the content they have so i think that would be it so they'll just do well but then if it's this popular you know they'll try to make a third season and then it'll fall it might falter is it the same characters in the second game yes okay it's a continuation. I don't know how many years after, but it's like there's a good I want to say like five or so, maybe more. Not much less, but you know, a couple years difference between the two of them. So, I mean, they might wait a little bit on season two. Who knows? Let's see what else. Uh, did you see uh, when does Shazam 2 come out? Do we even care? I mean, we care enough. I don't know if it's... It's not going to link to anything. Shazam comes out in like three or four weeks. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you see that Zachary Levi was basically saying that Pfizer is... Uh, somebody said Pfizer is a threat to the world and Zachary Levi like responded in tweet that he hardcore agrees. <laughs> it's like, so that's all in the controversy uh, ahead of his movie coming out. So, I don't know. Pfizer is great only because my set mom used to work for Pfizer and they would rent out six flags <laughs> in New Jersey for the entire Pfizer company. And I got to go on all the rides with like no lines for a whole day. And it was fantastic. And I bring my best friend and we go and have a fucking blast. So I fucking love Pfizer forever <laughs> because I got to ride King Dakar like five times in one day with zero weight. Well, there you go. So that that's... Pfizer has my vote. Fuck you, Zachary Levi. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so now, now you're not going to go see Shazam 2 because Zachary no, Levi is I'm out against because you talk shit. But I mean, again, you're right. It, it, it leads to nowhere, right? I suppose. I mean, they could keep doing Shazam movies, but I, I mean, really, if anything, 
if they, they should do Shazam three with Black Adam and let him fight it out. Yeah. And 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 do a Shaz- and finish your Shazam Shazam trilogy with the Shazam villain, and just be done. And then you know, there's no other Justice League to to tie it to. It just it is what it is. Uh, but I I don't think that's there's no chance of that happening. So yeah. Uh, but know, it, but again, it's always. Yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say I I like Shazam. I mean, you know, I thought that yeah. it, it really did a good job of being funny and a hero movie and a family movie. I mean, it had a lot of stuff going on for it um, that that I enjoyed. So I'll I'll watch number two, but I wonder if they'll be able to. They'll probably try to make it just as heartwarming and cute, and it won't pull it off. Like it's hard yeah. to recreate that. Absolutely, Zachary Levi, and people should know, and this is not to be like. Let's get political. There is a way that if you lean outwardly, if you lean too aggressively to the right side sometimes, and this is not me trying to say there's a right side or wrong side. There isn't. You will get shit for it way more than you do leaning the other way. <laughs> and it's not me to say that I'm, I'm, there's no side. It's it's all bolt. It's all fucking some. You're, you're you're lining someone's pocket either way you go. The way I see it. Don't yep. say things. That will literally in any way implicate you on either side. Just post that you're having a wonderful day in your bed with your dog. Post your wonderful French toast recipe and shut the fuck up. All right. Now you're saying that actors don't get to have a political opinion. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's silly to outwardly pick one, I think, sometimes. Well, in any way, because you you shoot yourself in the leg with roles if you pick a side. You need to just, just, whatever Twitter likes, do that one. <laughs> yeah, but see, you're, no, you're just saying sell out. Just don't worry about your personal beliefs. Yeah, and, sell out you and know, make millions. Be, be in a movie with, with Ezra Miller. I mean, it's fine. It's no big deal. I will say right now, and this might make me a complete hypocrite. If someone told me they'd pay me $300 million to be Ezra Miller's best friend for an entire movie, I will take a thousand selfies with that guy. This summer, Flash 2, starring Ezra Miller and The Sandwich. I'll do it. It is on-screen debut, introducing The Sandwich. I will do it. I will will sell my soul. Well, there you go, DC. Uh, James Gunn, Sandwich is available (laughs) for The Flash 2. And open open for shilling out. You can be the Ned character in... uh... I I will even... I'll even say I want the Snyder Cut, even though that's an old take. (laughs) Bring the Snyder Cut out. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh let's see okay so um <clears throat> jason bateman's going to direct a, a pinkerton movie the, a movie called the pinkerton for bad robot right that's jj abrams production company right okay. for warner brothers uh what else we got here i know the pinkertons from red dead redemption 2 yeah i think i'm sure that's like. that's what it's about um okay so some of the stuff that got canceled off of hbo is going to make its way over to like roku and tubi but then good luck finding it in those places or having access to those things. Um, I think I know. The Roku, Roku still exists. I just don't know anyone who really has it. But that's the thing. That's the problem. So it's, it's there if you want to go watch things like the the like Westworld and the Nevers. Uh, I watched... So the Nevers... Do you, do you remember what happened with that one? Do you know what that one is? No. That was Joss Whedon's... Was that the Whedon one that just like... And, and all the controversy hit like right as that one was getting ready to take off. So they basically like he stepped away from it. Like, he's just like, he knew, like, if, if I'm attached to it, it doesn't have a chance. So he 
he backed away from it, and then it's still, uh, they put out six episodes and did, like, a pause. And, like, I wasn't even sure if they made the, ne- the, le- the next six. So those other six episodes exist, and now they're you can watch it over on, uh, like I said, Ro- Roku or Tubi or something like that. I might have to do uh, some ubiquitous clandestine method of acquiring those so that I can just watch, finish out the the thing. But then what they're saying is, like, the, the problem is, if it's hard to find and it's just kind of generally released, things can't ever build up any buzz, right? You know, if it's all released and everybody binges it, then everybody's talking about Stranger Things the next week. Or if it's released one at a time and everybody watches it one a week, then everybody's talking about it. But if it's just kind of out there and people find it as they find it, people may love it, and it may build a following over time, but it takes so much longer. I mean, that's part of the reason why Netflix cancels things so much. Like, it, it, either it's a hit or it's not, and they just get rid of it. Even if people like it, if not enough people are, like, watching it all the way through or binging it, then they just let it go. Um, James Marsden is still sad about the cancellation of Westworld. He kind of said, if, this is where he's saying, like, the art of the film, of the show, you know, of, of what they're doing was so good it's too bad that it didn't make that it was all about money you know like they just canceled it for the money because he was really happy proud of what they did with it i wonder if the if the season four uh like redeemed that i didn't watch the last season yet all right actually did they they didn't make they just canceled it they didn't end up making that final season like they Uh, think are they gonna make it i know i I think i think they paid everybody like they said they they were gonna make it yeah they contracted everybody, and then they just paid them and said, fuck it, and they're not even going to make it, so it's another it's another tax write-off kind of thing. Um, they they canceled Pennyworth, right? A show about Alfred that nobody cared about. Um, they're still working on Pennyworth. didn't even Penguin. know it was still going. Yeah, I mean, me either. Pennyworth, I didn't know that was even still existing. Yeah, uh, the Penguin show is still moving forward uh, with the mother from How I Met Your Mother is going to be one of the actresses on that. And they're not working on a new Fantastic Beasts film. Fantastic Beasts 4 is, n- is not currently in development. Well, with the Johnny, uh, Giant Depp stink and the Ezra Miller stink. Yep. Know, it's I all... mean, yeah. I mean, you, you got you got a double whammy in the, in the Fantastic Beast universe, right? Um, did we talk about I Am Legend last time? No. So, did you have you seen the movie I Am Legend, the Will Smith film? Yes. Apparently... Apparently, there's an after credits, or no, not an after credits. There's an alternate ending. So you you would have had to like get the DVD or something for the alternate ending, because the ending of the movie doesn't like leave it open for a sequel. So they're going to use the alternate ending that was on like the DVD, and that's where the sequel is going to move forward from the alternate ending. That's annoying. Yeah, I don't really remember enough about it to to comment on. I know on, the ending on it. Well, how did it end? How did it end in the theater? Um, so Will Smith, uh, general just, he's alone in Manhattan with him and the dog and right. surviving post-apocalypse. Oh, does the dog die? Yes. yes. In the alternate the ending, ends- the dog doesn't die, just so you know. So alternate what? ending's better. That was, that was the best part in the saddest way. <laughs> um, so the dog gets affected, he kills the dog. Then he meets people. He meets a, a, a mom and her kid and they live in the house for like a week. And they're like together, and eventually the infected break into his house. That was like his safe haven. He had it all locked up. They break into the house, so they bring everyone. He brings the the wife, not the wife, the mom and the kid down to the basement where his lab is, and 
while he is trying to get them out, he also realizes, oh shit, I figured out the cure. Gives them the cure, they escape through a hatch, and then he kills himself along with a bunch of infected in the basement of his house. The ending is the wife, the mom, I keep saying wife, the mom and the kid are like walking to a development with a cure in hand. Like walking somewhere in like Boston or some shit. And so I That's guess how it ends. in the in the alternate ending, I think they they, they all leave together, essentially. Um, but when what I read was, I guess in the in the in the novel, and maybe even in the original version that was called uh, what was the original called? Omega Man was the original with with okay. Charlton Heston. Um, like he's doing experiments on the infected, right? Like throughout the throughout the movie, like he catches them and does experiments on them, and like there's one that's that really hates him, right? That like there's one like more than all the rest of the infected, like that really just hates Will Smith, right? I think there's one. He takes the the one he cares for. Yeah, I think it was like the the main one's like mate, mate. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the premise in the original book and maybe in this deleted scene was that he realizes that although they seem to be mindless creatures that they're not that that one cares about his mate and that in fact will smith is the bad guy because he's just been capturing them and doing experiments on them and like in the in the in the novel that's the whole point is he goes oh i'm actually the bad guy (laughs) i'm the villain of this piece because i'm just torturing you know doing experiments on these creatures that have their own life and communication and whatever even though i don't understand it so yeah anyway i think that's where they're gonna they're gonna pick up whatever, 30 years later, and with the alternate ending. I mean, he cures it. He cures it, so I don't know what the point of continuing it, unless it's like going out and curing people. Well, does it cure, does it change you back from infected, or does it just keep you from getting infected? I think it cures you back to a degree? It's been a while. I don't know if it's like, I forget the exact premise, but like, it was a big thing where it's like, he was doing. I could fix this. I could save everyone. Like so, I think it was the point where it's like, I because the the infected people were still people. You know what I mean? They were just people who had been infected and whatever. So I guess the point was like, I can uninfect you to some degree. But I don't yeah. Know. Well, we'll see. Uh, let's see. Let's finish up with uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, Richard Lewis is returning to Curb Your Enthusiasm season twelve, and there's a Dune prequel series uh, at HBO Max. With Emily Watson and Shirley Henderson, so that's a that's Dune prequel. That's I mean, yeah, I wonder. It's got to be based that, on some of the yeah, books. That's that's just. I don't think there is an. I don't think there is a prequel book. That's just original content right there. I think. Yeah, maybe. Uh, let's see. Over at Netflix, David Harbor says that uh, it's definitely time to end Stranger Things. So hopefully, next season will be the end of it. It's supposed to be the end of it, right? I think so. I think it's this is supposed to be the last season. I'm pretty sure, unless something horrible goes wrong. Yeah. Uh, Netflix got rid of the surprise me button. I guess people weren't clicking that. Yeah, because, well, listen, nothing is left to be surprised about because <laughs> they cancel everything good. That's right. Yeah. Show me something you're going to cancel after I get hooked on it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of think about or that. Or a sushi documentary. It's like, if you're, like, the reason that you don't listen to the radio is that there's too many commercials, right? But then I also feel like I don't ever put on my own music because it's like, oh, or it, just in the same way, like, like I kind of miss broadcast, te- not broadcast television, but maybe even just regular cable, because so- you would watch something just because it's on. Like I'll go and sit down in front of Netflix and go, yeah, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch, you know. Like I'll look at all these things that I don't want to watch. But if I had cable, 
something would just be on and I might go, oh, I'll just watch that cut because it's on. You know, like I think that's the tough thing with it's streamers. The difference between a diner and a high class restaurant. <laughs> a high class restaurant will have a very limited menu and there will be no adjustments to your meal. Yeah. You'll eat what the chef is making. A diner on the East Coast, at least, I don't know, I don't think there's a West Coast variant, where it's any time of the day, you can get any meal, <laughs> any variation. If it is, you can eat the same omelet at six o'clock in the morning. Nine o'clock, noon, three in the afternoon, six at night, nine at night, twelve at night, three at night. Every the same omelet can be served to you at any point during the day. Same meals. That's what a diner is. That's what we have become accustomed to is diner, pick your exact thing. Whereas, like you said, there is no just oh. I'm at this, you know, I'm saying this high, I'm not, I'm comparing it in the idea of it's like, you have a very limited menu, so you can only really enjoy these couple things. I'm watching it because it's It on. makes it easier to make a choice, you know, as, yeah. as opposed to, yeah, the diner, you got all this, all these options. You're like, well, I don't know what to have. It's a five page things. menu as yeah. opposed to, we give you a nice little handout sheet. You have three, you have three options for, for appetizers, five options for meals, two options for sides. And then if you want to get alcohol, you can yeah. get alcohol or water. That makes sense. Somebody wrote the opinion that that the fact that they are wanting to crack down so hard on uh, account sharing just shows that they're actually weak. Like they they could go out of business, like Blockbuster. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll ever go out. I think there's still enough stuff on there. Um, in my opinion, you know, I there are a lot of things that are too big to fail. So I mean, Netflix definitely is immune to it. Um. I just I still see Netflix as number two to Disney Plus now. Yeah. Um. Like, I don't think Prime will pass. You know, Prime like Amazon Prime. I don't think that'll pass Netflix realistically. I don't think Hulu because that's still Disney Plus. You know, and then what's else beyond that? HBO Max. You know yeah. what I mean? Just. I just wonder if. I mean, again, it's it's going back to. Are we going to go back to cable? It's like I don't. It you we're paying more money now for all the different streaming services than we did for cable, because when yeah. you had cable, part of the package was all the network shows you could just watch them on demand, all yeah. whatever everything on HBO and every HBO show you could watch. Because when you had cable, you would have HBO and Showtime and Cinemax, so it's all there. You, you know, all of the content was there when you had cable, but you were paying for a hundred channels that you never watched, and so you said. Yeah. I don't want that anymore. I'm just going to pay for the stuff that I watch because at the time there was just Netflix. So you get Netflix and you think I got this covered, and then now it's and it's it's all splintered out, and then now they're coming back together, right? Warner Brothers Discovery and you, you know uh, Showtime and uh, Paramount Plus or Emer- you know like is it is like the Big Bang? It all exploded out, and then it's going to come all back together and be one glow. Because I mean, who wouldn't want? I mean, think about like your Apple Music or uh, Spotify. With very little exception, you type in a song and you hear it. I mean, you know, like I'm sure there's some you, you remember, artists you that aren't there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's a Pandora anymore. <laughs> but I mean, and that's because you don't need Pandora because you pay your 10 bucks a month for Apple Music and you get commercial free, any song you want, anytime. You type in the artist and the title and there it is. Yep. And, and that's how I thought... That's what I thought streaming was going to be. That's what they told us streaming was going to be, right? 
Yep. And then instead, now it's, oh, we're pulling that off of the streaming platform and putting it into the vault and you'll never be able to see it again because we took a tax write-off on it. So if you didn't buy the physical media or download it from some ubiquitous clandestine uh, location, you just don't have it. Yep. I, I feel like, secretly, the TV company is behind the streaming companies. Secretly. <laughs> in, in the TV Illuminati, Netflix is really owned by, insert TV company here, Comcast or whatever the hell it is, you know what I mean, or whatever you want to say it is, DirecTV. Now, really, it's it was all a plan to move the money. We're like, okay, move people the money want to around. stream. Yeah, we'll just slowly, slowly put them over here, and then they'll be paying the same amount, if not more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so it's a whole profit the exact deal. Same thing. Late stage yeah. capitalism. There it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So okay, one last uh, Mind Hunter, the uh, Netflix show about the creation of the behavioral analysis unit, um, which was a fantastic show. There's not going to be a new season. It's just dead, dead, dead. David Fincher is the guy behind that, right? Fight Club guy, mm-hmm. right? Right. Excellent. Seven also, right? Like so, you know, you might know him from yeah. very yeah. solid directing. Uh, so Mindhunter was his show, but yeah, they're just not going to do at least with Netflix. So I think it's dead, dead, which is too bad. Um, we we mentioned Paramount Plus and Showtime emerging, so it's also going to be uh, they're going to increase their prices a little bit because you're just getting a little bit more content. So instead of same price, two merge together and you get more content. We're going to merge two together. We're also going to raise the price. So, you know, we're going to give you something you didn't want because you chose Paramount or you chose Showtime. Now your only choice is Paramount Showtime, which is going to be more expensive. There you go. Let's see. The Blacklist is ending after 10 seasons on NBC. Do you care about that? Does anyone care about that show anymore? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I only liked it. I only watched it because I like James Spader. I'll just watch anything James Spader does. But yeah, it's the same show over and over again, right? I, I don't think shows are meant for 10 seasons. <laughs> Any show? Well, like, you need to have a really good reason to be 10 seasons long. If you are going to have a long-form television show, you need a couple... I think you need a good reason to be long-form. Or, like, constant... I don't... Like, you need good reasons for it to be long-form. We're going to get to this if we get to the... There's some other articles I want to get to in a little bit, so I'll stop talking in a minute. Um, You need an end. You need to set up an end that makes sense. You can't do... Ten seasons of anything is a lot when you really come down to it. If you got eight episodes a season, eight to ten... 180 80 to 100 episodes is a lot of content. If you, you know, for the average person, I'll take months to finish. You know, so I mean, you need to have an end, and a lot of media just doesn't really set it for an end. They're like, oh, it's successful. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I don't think so. I think most things really only can last five, six, if it's really good, seven. Grey's Anatomy has been on for 19 seasons with 20-something episodes a season. Yeah, that's dumb. That's dumb. It shouldn't... But, like, that almost makes sense to me more than The Blacklist, only because it's Monster of the Week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this new... Someone's sick. Someone's this, someone that. Whereas the blacklist is definitely not a monster of the week, I imagine. From what I know, I don't think it's a monster of the week scenario. 
where it's like fix, fixing a problem every week. Yeah, I think that that's why like medical dramas can last because you know House will just say you idiot. Of course, it's not this; it's this. Yeah, you know, well, like so, like episode, yeah, you know. Grey's Anatomy, medical drama, Law and Order, same deal. Like been on for whatever thirty years. There's, there's thousands of episodes of it at this point, but it's yeah, it's a cop procedural, right? You know, um, so yeah, those types of shows, it's a procedural seem to go on forever because you can also just bring in like the hospital stays the same and all the staff like literally i don't think there's anybody left on the show other than uh the main actress right uh yeah. everybody else has freaking died because that's also what's the sad sack show everybody dies so yeah. uh what other article did you want to talk about um the ultimate universe so some of the marvel stuff oh so this comic news smell that that's the smell of new comic books all right let's hit it we'll, we'll run through the news real quick then I'll, I'll i'll bring in my thought experiment me and my friends had the other day okay um so we'll start with this first one buffy the vampire slayer the lost summer announced returns to original tv show canon so buffy the vampire slayer you know that's definitely one of those properties people love buffy um it's not something i've really ever gotten into but i know you know, for comics, it'll be cool to see Buffy, bat, you know, on the shelves more. I think it's a cool concept. Yeah, you so, know, I mean. fights ghosts is always fun. Yeah, and it, so you basically, you can go back and, it's, it's, they continued the series, like when the series ended, the series uh-huh. finale on TV, they did season eight, season nine, like, like in the comic book form, right? Yeah. So this is then just goes back and like picks up, it's called The Lost Summer, right? So it can just be in between and just have adventures that they had. In between the in between the episodes, right? In in the same way that like like if you're gonna do um, if you're gonna do more episodes of um, the space western of the space western, right? Yeah, without saying it, then uh, I mean obviously it'd be tough now because a couple of the one of the actresses died in real life. But I mean, you know, you could you could disregard the events of the movie that killed off some of the characters and just have this happen. Before that, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, so I mean, they're, but in, in a comic book form, that's easy to do. You can yeah. have all the characters, and these are just other adventures that happened around this time that we didn't see, right? Yeah. The, the only problem is it does make it a little tough to have all the drama, right? Because you know none of the main characters can die. But it's not like you they were going to die in Buffy anyway. I mean, you know, ancillary characters that come in, you know, if they're not there, then you kind of assume, well... If they weren't there in later seasons, they probably are going to die. That so you know it, it, it it's tricky. Die it, or leave or yeah, yeah it, it's tricky to do. I mean, I, and I would make that argument that like Better Call Saul, as a full on prequel, has done a really good job of creating a cast of characters that you can care about, and and you know and most of them are kind of unique to the series. So you know you, you're not, but it makes sense why they're not in Breaking Bad because that was not the story about Saul Goodman. So you know, so you don't know if they died or made it or they're still around in Breaking Bad time. So anyway, yes, so yeah, so I, I think that that would be ex- exciting. I don't have all the Buffy comics, but I, I mean, I like that idea. And I mean, again, yeah, fans of Buffy would be will love to see more, uh, more Buffy content. There you go. I remember Next when. We got- Oh, this is the Ultimates. You know, I was thinking for a second of the new universe, Jim Shooter's new universe, but that's different than the Ultimates, so yes. never mind. The Ultimates is, yeah. So, in the Marvel news, two stories here. The Ultimate Universe is back at Marvel this summer, thanks to Hitch and Hickman. So, the Ultimate Universe, you know, we had both of them running side by side, the Ultimate, and then, I guess, the regular? I don't know if there was a word for the... 
Isn't that 616, right? The, the yeah, main 616 continuity, right? is the regular main continuity. And I don't know what the number for Ultimate was. Um, but they merged them a long time ago. I say a long time ago. It might not have been as long as I think it is. A couple years back, they merged the two together. Is that, was that, was that was the, secret, the Secret Wars is what merged them? I think the so. The 2015 Secret Wars? Um, and now the Ultimate, Wars, the Ultimate Universe is coming back. So I don't know if it's like forming in another space somewhere or what. Whatever that is, that'll be fine. And then this next one, just to go over real quickly, Marvel also confirms the Spider-Man and Mary Jane romance may be over for good. Now, what these two stories are relating to me and what I've been talking about with my friends, um, a lot of comics nowadays, we've just been discussing with this, the stories just aren't, in, in all due respect, that good. As a whole... <laughs> Marvel, uh, not Marvel, DC, comics as a whole, yeah, there are great stories out there. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But lately, in my opinion, a lot of the stories have not been really catching my interest, or anyone's interest, really, for that matter. You know, we've been talking about on the show, you know, the, the fall of comics slowly, you know, to a degree where it's like people aren't really buying comics nowadays. You don't like... Bruce Banner piloting the Hulk around space as the Smashtronaut? You don't like Smashtronaut? that? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm not a huge fan of that. And that relates to kind of what we were talking about earlier, also, in regards to that 10 seasons of TV. Um, and I'm definitely going to be a little biased because I've been enjoying uh, Eastern media, I'm going to say. It. So, like, manga and anime. There is always going to be a start and a finish. Now, I'm not going to act like it doesn't take forever. Because, like, one of my favorite ones has been going on for 30 years. But <laughs> we're reaching an end. They are moving towards an end. Think about the fact that Batman and Superman are almost 100 years old each mm -hmm. as characters. What more can you really do with the character that you haven't done over the course of literally 100 years? Think about it. You know what I mean? These characters don't have an end. Like any, you know, like like your Simpsons or your, your Family Guy or any of your like cartoon-based you know, like family, not family, you know, comedy shows, they just keep updating them with the times like they have done with Marvel, with comic book characters as a whole. Comic book characters, I think, would have a much better story driven events if we aged them for real soon. If we literally said, OK, you know what? Starting now, Spider-Man 16 in 30 years, he will be 40 something or 50 something. You know, we will, or however we want to do it. If it's like in a couple of years, we we go through time quicker. The point is, is if we age them and we don't go back, I think that would be better for comics is if, yeah, we start retiring these characters. And we start, that would be a more natural way to genuinely make comics better, in my opinion, would be to just say, hey, listen, Steve Rogers is 84 good. We're not going to magic that back. We're not going to clone him and put his memories back in this body. We're not going to reset the timeline with the Tesseract. No, he's 80. He will retire. Sam Wilson will take over. And eventually Sam Wilson will get old enough and he'll retire. I think the point that we need to get to with comics, I think people need to start doing, which there are comics that do this, just not in the mainstream, is have a start and have a finish with a character. 
let us see the character grow and have his adventures. And maybe it doesn't, you know, crescendo into this beautiful masterpiece of, of comic artistry. But I think there needs to start being an end to some of these characters. Even my favorite characters. I think they nerd, there needs to be a wrap-up at some point for some of these characters. A lot of our favorite heroes are 80, 100 70, years old. 100 years old. You know? And we're running out of storylines. We're just making stuff up. Or we're going back to the well. And we're going to do another Spider-Verse. We're going to do another Thor. We're going to have someone else be Captain America. We're going to do a different rendition of Superman. Let's just wrap up the characters we have. And start genuinely having retirement of characters. Not saying you retire Batman. You retire Bruce Wayne. And then you can let it be... Dick Grayson or Jason Todd or Damien or whatever. I yeah. think that would be a better way to handle storylines. Oh my god, the fanboys would lose these it. Things. I mean, they would, but yeah, I, but do, do, you, do you get what my, my thought process is here? Because we, we, I've been debating this with my friends for like weeks now. No, I, I mean, I see what you're saying. It's, it's like, but then the, the question becomes: Are they supposed to do? Are, are they supposed to? It's okay that they go back to the well and kind of tell the same stories just in a different way because the people reading it today are the kids today. And, yes. you know, I mean, I read a Secret Wars in the 80s, which is different than the Secret Wars in the in 2015 that merged the, the, the Ultimates universe and the regular continuity. You know what I mean? Like, but they were yes. both called Secret Wars, but, they you know, they were different. So it's like, but it's, it's, it's I think, I think maybe the problem is we're not meant to read Batman for 30 years or 40 years. We're meant to read Batman, you know, when we're kids. And by the time we've grown out of it, a new generation of kids is reading it. So they're not going to know if it's the same stories over and over again, because it is the same stories over and over again, but it's, you're not supposed to be reading it. You know, you know, they're comic books for children. I mean, again, I'm just making, that's like the counter argument that it's not the fault of the writers because you're right. You can't have a, character evolve for a hundred years you have to keep rebooting it and restarting them over and and adding new quirks and taking away old quirks and you know but you know you're i think the the lifespan of a reader is is meant to be limited and so is the overall quality actually falling or is it just that you've been reading it for too many years now and yeah it can't hold up because those characters can't continue to go, so you need to find new... You don't have to stop reading comics, but you need to stop reading Batman comics or Hulk comics and move on to something else. And maybe you then circle back around and, you know, you can pick it up later and it'll feel fresh again. Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying completely. You now, know. And also, I don't remember the, the title. I was trying to look it up. Wasn't there a Spider-Man arc or like a, like a, you know, a separate one where all of the major events... Through the Spider-Man yes. years, we talked about but it, it happened to him just over his over one like lifetime. Spider-Man like life or Spider-Man like yeah. I don't. I, I wish Kevin was here because he would know the title, title like that. If you yeah. know the title of that Spider-Man book, call the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. Was like Spider-Man blue or red or something like that. Yeah, but but yeah, it was basically all of the major events, right? Yeah, we're you like know, the yeah, day like when Stacy died, and when he was, yeah, yeah, it's just so yeah, it takes it from when he's fifteen all the way till he's an old man for all those things to happen to him, but they've all yeah. happened in one lifetime instead of a bunch of different continuities and you know or whatever. Yeah, where he's he's been sixteen forever, right? I I in my and this is once again this is my opinion. This is why I think would help 
because I do in my, you know, I see we've had comics, you know, I, I spent a lot of time in a comic shop, you know, um, you know, we're, we're seeing some of the same things I feel like, and I think it would breathe a lot of life and it would also definitely, absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. It would cause the fanboys to panic like nothing before, but I think something we need to do, like, and I, I talked about this with Scott prior to the show. Um, I've been reading a lot more comics lately, but ones that are done. So, like, I just finished Preacher. I just finished Sin City. I just finished Walking Dead. You know, those stories had, like, a start and an end point. And I think that's wonderful in a way that it's, like, yeah, physically I can look at the start and end, like, on my shelf. I think it's a nice little display I'm working on, trying to have a nice little comic library. Um, but, you know, if you really think about it, if you cattle, if you put all of Superman and Batman's comics together, it's a large catalog. Yeah, it is oh, man, incredibly intense. And then you got to think about all things that have come out of that, which are beautiful, wonderful. But then when you really think about it, it's they they happen because hey, we need to make up a story. Do it. Let's do uh, Batman Beyond. Uh, uh, Bruce is old, and then this guy Terry's going to do it. It's good, but we've had a hundred years of that. Yeah, like there's not, you know, there's only so much more you can add into that universe already. But see, so and I think the problem is mm -hmm. they'll never let go of Batman. Yeah. They'll create Batman Beyond, and he can yeah. go do his thing. But Batman still, they're gonna still make a new Batman comic next month. You know, I mean, like they they can't, you can't let a character fade and even though it's not it's not even like it's actors you know it's like oh well we're going to use robert downey jr as long as we can it's not even like that because they're just drawings right you know it literally could be anybody but uh i mean yeah i just think they'll never they'll never let it go as long as they're yeah, as long yeah. as i i as know as it'll still never happen yeah, exactly exactly listen uh bruce wayne and clark kent and bruce banner and peter parker will forever and always be their respective super, they'll always be Batman, Superman, Hulk, and Spider Man. That'll be forever in perpetuity. I, I mean, don't see that ever changing. They're trying. Really. Miles Morales is you know who's Spider Man? Is it Peter Parker or is it Miles Morales? Because they have the same name. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. But I mean, I, but for them to just let Peter Parker be gone and have Miles Morales be the only Spider Man, I think that's a big step. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with it. Maybe they need to take it. I think you're making a very good point, but I think it would be very hard for them to do that. You know, and, and I'm almost thinking like maybe they rein it in and go, here's the continuity. We're going to do one more reboot, but then that's what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to do this till they're dead. And then maybe we reboot it again and we'll bring Peter Parker back to life when we, if we reboot you know, every 50 years, I'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, instead of just rebooting, <laughs> you can restart it again and then you can have uh, whoever you want to be, whatever character. Um, yeah. I don't know, because I, I think it'll help with the congestion of comics. I feel like there's a lot of congestion because there's a lot of characters who kind of hold the same similar names. And I think it would just help with overall storytelling, you know, because stakes will matter. Because how many times has the Justice League died? How many times has the Avengers died? How many times have we lost a Spider-Man? How many times have we lost Aunt May? How many times is, you know, Gwen Stacy has died more times than I care to count. So have other people. You know what I mean? Like, They're like the drummer from Donna Spinal Tro Tap. Donna Troy in DC, I feel like, dies weekly yeah. from what I used to remember. <laughs> um, she dies all the time. 
it'll oh, make it matter. Didn't didn't we say that before? Who's died more in comics, Uncle Ben or Bruce Wayne's parents? I mean, you know, like exactly. Like, and that would be probably a, a probably close a, a close race. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I kind of like that that idea. But again, I think that the best case scenario in the current state would be for them to create like an ultimate universe. Here's the universe where we do that. And it's separate yes. from the continuity yes. of everything else that's going yes. on. I, th- I think it can work. I've seen it work. You know, having a start and a finish is just refreshing because if you establish it'll be a start and an end, and even not to the story, but to a character, it makes their growth and their development and certain aspects so much more satisfying. It makes losing them so much more heartbreaking because yeah. you know it can be, you know, a final scenario you know just it makes it more impactful when you read yeah because you're right because no nobody nobody buys a death in comics anymore right nobody cares yeah cool they they killed the justice league off like a couple weeks ago they said there was this big thing and then i feel like i I already forgot until i had to think about it like (laughs) a couple minutes ago yeah you know how many times have they done that we remember when superman the death of superman was big yeah imagine if they stuck to it (laughs) <laughs> and there was no Superman, and it was still yeah. it was still Steel, and uh, there was there's like all these steel, all these guys that was, came out of there. Steel, right? there was Cyborg Superman, there was like a Kryptonian like weird robot thing, and Superboy. Yeah, I do. I mean, I remember the Death of Superman. I remember that. Oh, yeah. and it's funny. You know, speaking of Mary Jane, I have or have I had at the time the Spider-Man and Mary Jane wedding issue. Right, you know, mm-hmm. so it's it's you know her her wedding dress yeah, was yeah. on the cover. It was a big deal. Like that was a- actually the period where I was collecting comics was their first wedding issue. Uh, the, you know, you I'm sure they probably have been married in the comics a lot of times, but there's a very famous cover, and I'm like, I see it. I'm like, I had that. I had that. Probably would have been worth something. Anyway, yeah, yeah. let's do let's do a little product, and then and then we'll get out of here. Uh, let's see over at D and D. What is it? D and D replicas. Do do do, do you need a life size mimic? No. Is this a dog toy? What is it? How much is uh, this? $375. That's crazy. How it doesn't is... say how big it is. So it, it just shows like a picture of it. But I don't know how big it is. I need to see it. I need a, I need a, I need a banana for scale. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's only 20 inches. It's not even two feet tall. That's not life size. That's... Life size? No, that's not a a chest is not twenty. What? This is ridiculous. Twenty? I can't believe twenty this. by fifteen. I mean, I guess if it's solid plastic, maybe it's a lot of plastic, but that seems very overpriced. Fuck yeah! It for does. for a for no moving parts, right? It's literally just a statue, it's a glorified statue. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then uh, man, this blows. <laughs> so I was uh. I saw somebody, a Kickstarter came across my Twitter page that the only reason I looked at it is because of the public domain universe, right? You know, we, we yep. kind of, we joked about that, you know, a year ago, we we, we have the uh, the URL, right, publicdomainiverse.com, which we haven't for done, another done 94 anything years. with. Yeah, we own it forever, 100 years, 100 years public domain universe. And uh, so this came across my, my Twitter and I looked at it and it's a, so we talked about the Winnie the Pooh movie. Right, the horror movie yeah. starring Winnie the Pooh. Well, this is a that comic I, book. I heard was horrible, by the way. Oh yeah, oh I'm sure. It was, it was super low budget, right? Like it wasn't. 
So, so this yeah, it was really bad. This looks better than that, right? This is now a, a comic book series. This is uh, volume two is coming out. Winnie the Pooh, Demon Hunter. So it's like a it seems like it's a Buffy the Vampire Slayer supernatural kind of mashup with the Winnie the Pooh characters. <laughs> and I'm like, and this is where this is where you get public domain. I mean, this is exactly in the public domain universe wheelhouse. <laughs> so that's what that's what I saw. That that's what made me get excited and go. You know what? I've got to I've got to put the uh, public domain universe uh, Twitter into action. Uh, and then I, I kind of reached out to to the guy, and I think we're going to get him maybe next week uh, to just interview him talk, to talk about the project. So I won't say too go. too much about it. Hopefully, we can interview the guy, but there'll be a link in the prep sheet. But it's Winnie the Pooh, Demon Hunter, Volume One and Two. It's live on Kickstarter with twenty six days to go as of uh, this recording. So you know, go check it out, and then hopefully next week we can uh, talk with the the creator of uh, Winnie the Pooh, Demon Hunter, uh, Nicholas uh, Mueller is his name. So you know. Check it out. Um, but then while I was, uh, you know, kind of dicking around uh, Kickstarter, I don't know why this one came up, but it's Biblical Adventures action figures. Oh. Do, do you want a Jesus action figure? Do you need Jesus? Do you, do you need the um, Archangel Gabriel? Are you looking at this? Look at this. You got to click so on I'm, it. I, I am looking for sure. It's interesting. Um. No, no. First of all, you get you get white Jesus or black Jesus. So, so they're very uh uh diverse. They're very inclusive over they here. They put an an angel army builder. I know, <laughs> and uh, a demon army. Builder. We don't we don't want Kev to see the army builders. We all know Kev's an army builder. You can get John the Baptist. He's got, got multiple heads. Probably one. Really, John the Baptist's head should come on a silver platter if you went to Sunday school like I did. Um. Yeah, you got angel army builders and demon army builders, but I, this just seems odd. I, I mean, yeah. I guess there's. You know, it's funny the uh, the closet Catholic in me is like, is this sacrilegious, or am I cool with this? <laughs> no, you, you need the translucent Jesus Christ. Uh, it's blue. Yeah, that's the thing too. It looks, like, like, a, it looks like a force ghost. On translucent Jesus. Force ghost Jesus. There he is. Oh my God. I, well, I I'm you know I I'm underselling how cool some of these things some of these do look kind of cool um i don't know why a kickstarter goal is a bowl um but that's one of the is, bowls. is, that, is that the uh oh i was thinking like is that the uh not the ark of the covenant the what's the what's the cup that he drank out of in indiana jones 2 i can't uh, think of the it Arca, the, the, cha- the, the, the no. no it's not the chalice what's the right word for it i don't i don't know oh if you know what to call that cup of the king it was in oh my god holy grail the holy grail god damn it it's the holy grail uh but i don't think holy it is grail. it's just called a bronze labor i don't know the, the bonus piece of the tabernacle which we added for free to all um there's a lot of a lot of different options for the farther we go um i do appreciate the fact that they have uh like uh what's the word like reference pieces for things <laughs> um you know, I'm excited for uh, if we get to $150,000, we get Moses the Elder version. <laughs> there, Moses the Younger version. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so. There's like whole, oh my, there's unlocks at 160000 and they look intense. I don't know what they are. Um, Yeah, this is a lot. <laughs> there's definitely a lot of stuff coming out. Um, Listen. Uh, they're, they're at 39000 so you you know, 
and they're looking to get 80 grand, but there's unlocks at 100 grand. I, I will say, uh, at book two, they have um, St. Anthony, who, um, there's a St. Anthony's uh, church by my house, and he was uh, he was always cool. St. They had a phenomenal high school basketball team. Uh, so that's why I like St. Anthony, because they had a phenomenal high school basketball team uh, in New Jersey. Do, in do, you, Jersey. do you think if you took your St. Anthony uh, action figure in and asked the priest to bless it, do you think you would pour, sprinkle a little holy water on that and bless it? I don't know. I feel like it'd go one of two ways. <laughs> He'd say, wow, that's actually really cool. Or get this sacrilegious <laughs> piece of garbage out of my church. Because, you know. Hey there, Father. Oh. Take a look at this translucent I, Jesus I got here. Can you want to bless I missed it? Ash, I missed Ash Wednesday. So, oh, you, you know. didn't put you didn't put your little. I, oh, I didn't get a crosshair. You're you're a bad bad Catholic. I'm a, I'm a bad Catholic. Oh, I, I I forgot to do a thing for Lent. I got to figure something. I can't have <laughs> I can't have meat tomorrow. No. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> I remember some, some comedian said, he's all, hey, look, I'm living my life because I've known that I'm going to hell since I was 13 because I accidentally ate a ham sandwich on a Friday during Lent. So I'm like, I'm just going to hell, so I might as well just live my life and enjoy it because. Yeah, but. No meat, up. no meat tomorrow. Meatless Friday for Lent. I don't know what I'm going to, what am I going to give up for Lent? Cause I'm gonna go for... It's too late, right? It's already started. You were supposed to give it up no, yesterday. Now that I know, I have to pick something. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Call the GVM line and tell Gosh, Sandwich what he should give up for Lent. 201-730-2547. There are no wrong answers, but please be nice. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, again, that was D13 Toys is the Kickstarter for Biblical Adventures. If you need a nice translucent Force Ghost, I really think you need to get the translucent Jesus and put him next to your Force Ghost action figures, and he would just fit right in there. Oh my goodness. Anyway, but then, but do go check out uh, Nicholas Mueller's uh, Winnie the Pooh Demon Hunter. Hopefully, we're going to have him on the show next week and do a quick and interview. And check out him. Biblical Adventures. Yep. Both on Kickstarter. Oh boy. All right, let's do let's do the the wrap up here. Um, check out the show on Patreon, right? Patreon.com slash GeekStuffTNG. Uh, the show site's GeekStuffTNG.com. The link tree, GeekStuffTNG, all those places. Uh, all of the social medias is uh, GeekStuffTNG. The Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. Um, what about you, Sandwich? How do they get a hold of you? Now you can find me on Instagram and Xbox One. No, Instagram and just Fortnite, basically at this point. At Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. And see, if you were a character in a Roald Dahl book, you would just be Dumbledore. Yeah. So it's funny, I actually tried changing my name to that, but that's taken for some reason. Dumbled Dumbledore is taken? Yeah. yeah. That, that's why, that's... Uh, Little, little history lesson, folks. That's why it became Fat Dumbledore, not because I was making fun of myself. Because like, all right, Dumbledore is taken. I was like, all right, well, F A T, Dumbledore. <laughs> okay, it works. Uh, I mean, technically, you should change it to the sandwich, T N G, <laughs> Geek Stuff Sandwich. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Yeah, or at least go over to Twitter and get yourself a Geek Stuff. The now somebody's gonna get it, so you better get it before this episode airs, or somebody's Darn, gonna. Darn! Have... I can't go on Twitter then. <laughs> Oh, no, they're gonna no. they're gonna impersonate you. They're gonna be hi. I'm the sandwich from Geek Stuff, and they're gonna and you're gonna have to go to Twitter and open a case and say, oh, they're trying to, uh, they're 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 taking my identity. I am the sandwich. File follow a bunch of neo Nazi accounts. Horrible exactly, person. exactly. They're gonna start DMing sixteen year old girls, and then boom, <laughs> your whole career is ruined. So you better with go a, get with that. a name like Goddamn Sandwich. I am not a reliable source, even for myself. I wouldn't believe me <laughs> if I was told some some bearded Italian guy from New Jersey called the Sandwich was hitting on girls. Like, yeah, I'd buy that for a hundred dollars, Greg. 
Oh boy, if you want to uh, follow our, our, our illustrious leader, Big Kev, he should be back, I believe, next week. Uh, he is BK Geek Stuff on Twitter and Instagram, and then uh, Big Kev GS on Xbox and Fortnite. Uh, and then you can find me, West Coast Scott. Uh, I actually go by Piday Scott in other places. P-I-D-A-Y-S-C-O-T-T. Instagram, Twitter, Linktree. It's all the same there. And with that, I will remind you, this is episode 711. Uh, so please go get your free Geek Stuff Slurpee at any 7-Eleven offer available on July 11th, 2023. Just tell them Geek Stuff sent you. Um, and with that, we will end this episode, episode 711. The Slurpee's on us. The way we end some episodes by saying, Good night, Richard Belzer. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Something strange in the air today. The sun is gone and the clouds turn gray. Just what's coming is hard to say. I don't know. There's a battle above the street The ground is rolling below our feet The skies turn red and I feel the heat Gotta go Who can save us? The city sings We need the hope that salvation brings You're the power to find the light Avengers assemble and fight the fight Save the city Strong and eight million people just can't be wrong. We love all kinds, but Loki, you don't belong. So get gone. The rent and garbage are both sky high. But I love New York. It's a battle cry. We're ready to fight. Never have to ask why. Bring it on. Avengers assemble and kick some ass.
get the Tesseract. The battle's just begun. We'll conquer the Chitauri. Let your shawarma when we're done. Just how are we to fight them? We'll do it as a team. First Thor, unleash your lightning. Then Natasha, that's your cue. Yes. Then Hawkeye hit the bullseye. There's no better shot than you. Right. Tony, you got nukes to catch. Be careful not to crash. Yep. And Hawk, you know the magic word is. Hawk, you know the magic word is. Hawk, you know the magic word is. Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>